this is preparing you for world stage, so that is why we need to do it right. And uh, you only speak, you're speaking to how many now? You'll be speaking to thousands, so you need to, so to project your voice because you're on a training ground. This is training for, um, for what God will use you to minister to nations in Jesus' name. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning, church. Uh, and happy Sunday to all of us. And we welcome those who have joined us since the first welcome. You're very welcome in Jesus' name. We're going to go into our Sunday school. And I have one request as the teacher today. So for the next how many minutes? 35 minutes I'm in charge. So I'm going to ask that we refrain from distraction. Those who are playing on their phones, I can see us sliding our phones. Those who are playing on the phone, please stop. Because the topic we are going to learn today is very, very much connected to to what we do while we are in the presence of God. So can I ask us to move forward, please? Let us move forward, and then we'll start our Sunday school. Where is MT, our chorister for the Sunday school song? <laughs> oh, you, go, you will do it. You'll do it, uh, Minister Fumi. Eh? Good morning and welcome, welcome to the church. Are we ready or shall we we'll say a prayer and then hopefully the media will be ready to project the song for us this morning. Let us pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and our God, we want to thank you for this wonderful day that you've given unto us. Father, we continue to say thank you because a thousand thanks are not enough for us to praise you and to worship and to glorify your name for who you are. But Father, once again, we have come as Holy Gozon Holbrook to say thank you, to say indeed you alone are worthy, to say there is none like you. Lord, your presence is here already and for that we are grateful. Our prayer is that we connect to your spirit. Because you are already here, that we shall connect, we shall be intentional in the name of Jesus. The Bible tells us that Daniel passed in his heart. Lord, our prayer is that we shall pass in our hearts this morning to be connected to you in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Lord, our gathering this morning shall not be in vain in the mighty name of Jesus. We have left our homes, we've left our beds, we have left other activities to come and commune with you. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that this morning you shall meet with us in the mighty name of Jesus. We therefore come against every form of destruction in the mighty name of Jesus. We take authority of the atmosphere in the mighty name of Jesus. And we surrender all to you, O oh Lord, that have your way in our hearts in this service from start to end in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your name and name alone be glorified. In Jesus' precious mighty name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. I open our hearts, O Lord, to receive what you have in store for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us be upstanding for our Sunday school song and um, God will help us. So we are going to do... Let us just not sing. Let us listen to the words. Oh, there are people joining us. So, okay, let us, let us, let us go. We'll do, we'll do verse 1. We'll do verse 1 to 4 this morning. 1 to 4. Because then everybody will have settled. You have quietened your spirits. You'll be ready to hear what God has in store. So don't sing. Uh, declare the words of the Sunday school song. Yeah? Let us go. 1 to 4. Dickness food. Oh, sorry. 
says O Sunday school on the Lord's day oh how I love thee well I am happy it makes me glad to rejoice at thy birth so during Sunday school we want happy rejoicing faces because that's what we declared amen amen so at Sunday school this morning our topic is honoring God honoring God amen, amen. honoring God but just a quick recap of last week if we can remember what did we learn last week what did we learn last week, last week's Sunday school? Spiritual sacrifices. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone can give us an example of a spiritual exercise? Children? Anyone with an example of a spiritual exercise? No? We can't remember. Is praise a spiritual exercise? Yes. Is prayer a spiritual exercise? Is fasting a spiritual exercise? You see, you can remember. You just wanted to, a little, a little hint. So we, we learned um, about spiritual sacrifices and we use our gifts, our talents, our resources um, to, to do the work of God, to, to, um, to do the work of ministry. When we pray, when we praise, when we read the scriptures, when we fast, we are, those, these are sacrifices to our God. And our talents and spiritual gifts are from God and should be offered for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. Also, our treasures, whether it's material, uh, intellectual capacity, whatever it is, they contribute to the spiritual exercise to be offered to God. Amen. So we all have something to give to God, and um, that is what we learned last week. But we also learned, most importantly, is about giving acceptable sacrifices, isn't it? Because you can give a sacrifice that's not acceptable. We know the kingdom of darkness. They also offer sacrifices. But what about altar? The altar of God. So we know the enemy. They also offer sacrifices. But the most important thing for us as children of, of God is to offer acceptable sacrifices to our God. Our God is a holy God. 
therefore he deserves um, pure sacrifices, acceptable sacrifices. We learned our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So whatever we do uh, with our bodies, we should honor God with our bodies. Um, the, we must yield as instruments to be used by God. Uh, we must refuse to use any of our bodies to commit a crime or to cause harm to other people. We must be obedient. We must be willing. We must be cheerful. So all these things help us to offer acceptable sacrifices to God. Amen. Amen. So today we are uh, going to look at honoring God. Our topic is honoring God. And how, what, what do we mean by honor? We shall read as we go along. So uh, the Bible scripture, and if you have a Bible, how many of us have got a physical Bible? How many of us have got a physical Bible? One, two, three, four. Here. 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 <laughs> right, so I'm going to ask us going forward, can you please bring your physical Bible to church? And those of us who are using our phones for the Bible, can I please ask us to put our phones on flight mode? You know why? The Bible tells us that the, the enemy... Satan, our enemy, he prowls around, isn't he? Looking for who to devour. In a setting like this, which is the quickest way that he can devour us, he can take us away from the presence of God, is using our phones. So you have the Bible, you're reading a scripture, and then a message pops up. We are human. You have a quick sneak peek at it, isn't it? That split second, you're taking away from the presence of God. Our God, when God comes in, um, uh, when God comes in, he doesn't come in part. He comes in whole. So for us as well, when it comes to the presence of God, give him your all. For that 20 minutes, for that half an hour, for that one hour, give him your all. Amen. Don't let your phone, which is a blessing, be a distraction to you. I used an analogy this morning. I don't know who's got. Has anyone got their, their charger, phone charger on them? Before we go into... Um, can I use that one? Can I disconnect that charger for that for, for a second? No, I can't disconnect it for a second. Has anyone got a charger? I need to show us this. Has anyone got a charger? To show us why it's really important that you don't let the phone disconnect you from the presence of God. That you don't allow your phone to be a distraction. Nobody has got a charger. Ah, okay. Ah, you have to allow me to disconnect. Hey? I want us to see you. Sometimes when you see, you don't forget. Hey? It sticks more. Media, you have to allow me to disconnect. Ah. You don't forget. Okay. Okay. Those who are not all enough. So this charger here, you've got one. Thank you. God bless you. If you're not all enough, I would like you to stand up, please, so you can see what I'm going to do. Uh, you won't be able to see anyway. Anyway, this is a this is a charger. Thank you, Susan. This is a charger. Majority of us have got a phone. Even children that don't have charge phone, you use your your parents' charger, uh, iPad or laptop or whatever or your phone, isn't it? Now, when this is plugged into the socket and it goes up to there, will your phone charge? You can see the white, the, the, the black and the silver. Yeah. Yeah? So this one, if you connect that to the silver bit, it doesn't go right up to the black. Will your phone charge? Will it charge? No. You have to push it to the wall. 
writing, and then you get the full power, right? That is the same in the presence of God. God is here. He's already, he already came because this day is dedicated to God. So even before you arrive, God is already here waiting. And he hasn't come empty-handed. He has come with blessings. He's come for some of us, he's coming to correct us. Some of us is coming to rebuke. Some of us is coming to bless. He has something in store for each and every one of us. So when you come to church and you decide you're only going to plug up to the silver, it means you're cheating yourself. You're wasting your time. You might as well be at home watching Netflix, to be honest. When you come to the presence of God, we need to be plugged in completely to that source of power. Because when you're completely charged, plugged in, you receive all. So this morning, please, let us not allow ourselves to be distracted by our phones or anything else that will take us away from the blessing of God, whatever he has. Amen? Amen. So that is that is uh, very important. So go on flight mode. If you have to use your phone, put it on flight mode. So the messages won't come until after the service. Thank you, sir. So let us go into Sunday school. Right, so our topic is honoring God. And uh, our Bible passage uh, is First Samuel. 229 to 30. 1 Samuel 2:29 to 30. Media. I thought you already I can't disconnect. Where is the scripture? Where are the scriptures? Which, which uh, translation is that? Amplified. Amplified. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Um, did we, did we, do we know that story? Most of us will know that story, isn't it? Yeah? The sons of Eli. Uh, God was not happy with, um, with the way they, they were acting in content. So 1 Samuel 2, 29 to 30. Um, so the first Samuel twenty two twenty-nine to thirty. Um, so our that's our memory verse. No, I want to read that that again. First Samuel two, so that it sticks into Samuel 2, 29 to 30. Why do you kick at my sacrifice and my offering which I have commanded in my dwelling place and honor your sons more than me to make yourselves fat with the best of all the offerings of Israel, my people? It's a question that God is asking. Therefore the Lord God of Israel says, I indeed, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Praise God. Our memory verse is from the book of Malachi 1.6. I think this one we need um, 
the simplest tra translation because <laughs> it's quite long. Malachi 1.6. So help us with uh, a translation. I don't know which translation is. We can't do thighs or... or so we do see... CV, yeah, we need a simple translation. Yes, yes. Yeah, CV. They don't have it, okay. Thank you. What's your translation? CEV. So it's a long one. Our memory verse is a long one. So it is a memory verse. So I think this one we have to take at home. But what he says, the Lord of heaven army says to the priest. Who is a priest? Are there any priests in here? We are all priests and kings unto our God, according to the book of Revelation. So you are all priests. So he's saying, the Lord of hosts army says to the priest, says to all of us, says to Holy Ghost on Holbrooks. I, I saw honor his, a son honors his father, and a servant respects his master. If I am your father and master, if God is our father and master, where are the honor? Where is the honor of our God and the respect he deserves? That God is asking us a question. You have shown contempt for my name. That means you've shown disrespect. But you ask, how have we shown contempt for your name? So God is asking us a question. He, we know he's our father. We know we should honor him. But where is the honor God is asking? Where is the respect that he deserves is our question. So let us, uh, when we go home, try and, um, and memorize. It's, it's a long one, but uh, God, God will help us. Amen. So what is honor this morning? What is honor? Honor is, is to esteem somebody, is to give someone high value, is to greatly respect. Like God says there, where is the honor? Where is the respect? So to honor is to respect, is to, is to, to have a high esteem of somebody. To acknowledge somebody who is up there, and that is our God. So it's very important to know that all authority and honor belongs to our God. And if we can look at the scripture in 1 Timothy 1.17, please. All authority, all honor belongs to our God. So honor, we are saying the topic is to honor God. To honor is to esteem, is to give value, is to have high respect, high regard for someone. For 1.17, it says all honor and glory to God forever and ever. He is the eternal king, the unseen one who never dies. He alone is God. So we can see from the scripture, all honor, all glory belongs to our God. Amen. Um, and so our lesson outline, um, first lesson outline is why should we honor God? We know what honor is now. We know his respect. We know his high esteem. We know his reverence. We know his respect. So why should we honor God? We're going to look at the book of Revelation 4.11 as well. Reve Revelation 4.11. Can we use New King James, please? Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are, and we are created. Thou art worthy, O Lord. To receive glory, honor, and power.
has created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were created so god deserves all honor all glory because he's the creator he's the one who is above all amen there has never been nor will there be ever anyone in position of power or influence who can claim such honor other than our God. Nobody can claim such honor other than our God. Um, and and you, know, you know other religions, they obviously everyone believes their God is, is God, isn't it? Christians believe their God is God. Our Muslim brothers believe Allah is God. But God is the only, our God is the only God. Why? Because he's proven himself one over again. He's the one who died and rose again. Muhammad is still, I don't know. Let's, we are not going to go into religion. But um, our God is the only one. There will never will be anyone like our God. Buddha will not be like God. Our God is the only one who's got power and influence and can claim such honor because he's the God of the universe. God alone is the creator. Revelation 14, 7. God alone is the creator and the one that sustains the heavens and the earth. So why should we honor God is what we are looking at. What, why? Why should we honor God? Because God deserves all the honor and glory like we have said. There's no one like him. Nobody ever who has lived or who will live can ever claim that honor uh, or like our God. Revelation 14, 7. Revelation 14, 7. Amen. Our God is a creator. No other God can claim to have created the universe. Uh, so the creator of heaven and earth uh, deserves our honor. So all believers, we honor God for who he is. Let's just look at the book of Isaiah 45, 5 to 6. Isaiah 45, 5 to 6. So as believers, we honor God because of who he is. Amen. For who he is, that he is the Lord, and there is no other. And he's a merciful God, isn't he? He says, I will guide you, though you have not known me. So though we've not followed all his commandments, he will still guide us. He'll still be our God, because he is God. He's a merciful God. He's our father. That's the other reason that we should honor him. And he's also not just a father, but he's a good father. You know, you can have a biological father, but your father might not be very good to you. You might have an abusive father. You might have a father who is not present. But our God is not just a father, but he's also a good father to us. He's a reliable father. So that's another reason that we should honor him. In our recognition, sorry, in our recognition for the gift of eternal life and salvation of our souls that came through Jesus Christ alone, we should honor God because he gave his best. His best in his son Jesus Christ that he died for us, for you and I, that we might um, have life eternally. So that's another reason that we should honor our God. Let us look at the book of Psalm 107 verse 15. Another reason for which we should honor God. 107, Psalm 107 verse 15. 
Has God been good to us? He continues. His goodness chases us down the road, isn't it? And his wonderful works to us. So that's why we should honor God for his goodness and for his wonderful works. Also for the benefits we enjoy. Psalm 68, 19. Daily. Daily he loads us with benefits and blessings of his kingdom. Daily. Hour by hour. So again, for the benefits we enjoy as children of God, we should continue to honor our God. Uh, and all true believers are to honor God according to the book of Psalm 134 verse 1. Through our acknowledgement and profession that he is the one and only God. There is no other God. So th these are just examples of, of why we should honor God. Can we think of any other reasons that we should honor God? Anyone? Other reasons why we should honor God. We've said he deserves all the honor and the glory. He's the creator of heaven and earth. No one else can claim to be like our God. For who he is. For being God alone. He's our father for being a good father. For his gift of Jesus. For his gift uh, of salvation. For his goodness. For his wonderful works. For the benefits he loads us daily with. Any other reason? For his power, yeah, for his power that he gives to us, isn't it? It's the power of God in us that, that helps us to do what we cannot do ordinarily as men, isn't it? That grace that he releases unto us. And we should honor that. Uh, as parents, we, give, we might give um, thing to our children. We might give a little bit of autonomy to our children. You know, you might say now that you're in year eight, you can have a key. So you can come home, you can walk to home by yourself and you can have a key. And children love that, they feel so grown up. Now I have my own key, I can come home. But think of our father. All authority has been given to him. And what has he given that to us? That authority, that dominion. So he's a good father that deserves to be honored. He said, okay, there you go. There is the earth. So the way you give to your children the key, say now you can come home by yourself. Or you can go to the shops with your friends. Or you can go to town. I remember the first time my dad allowed me to go to town, to the library by myself. Uh, we had to get a bus from our house, from our town. to It wasn't five, like a 20-minute ride to the, to the capital, Nairobi. And it was such a big thing. I went on the bus with myself and my friend. It was such a big thing. I was allowed to go to the city center by myself. So it's a big thing. But think of the God of creator of the universe. He has given us, including our children as young as you are, you don't have to wait till you are 18 for, for God to give you. He's already given new dominion. He's given unto us. So God, our God deserves all the glory, all the honor because of who he is. For being such a wonderful God to us. So then our lesson outline too. Is how, anything else that we can think of why we should honor God? Miracle signs and wonders that he does for us. Sometimes we don't even ask. And... He, because he's such a good father, he just does it and you think, wow, that's a miracle. How it happened. You know, some people sleep behind the wheel. You've done a long shift at work and you're going home and you find yourself snoozing for a second, split second. That's a miracle that you didn't crash and, and die. It's because he's a good father that deserves to be honored. Amen. What about the constant, that God is constant? That he's the same yesterday, today and forever. That's another reason we should honor him. Because it's not like man, today uh, I'll do it. Tomorrow I've changed my mind. You know, our God is not like that. And it's, a, it's an endless list. But just by knowing who he is, his nature, 
encompasses all the reasons why we should honor him. Amen. So then why, how? How do we honor God? Please give me some answers. We've said why we should honor him because he is God. Because he's God full stop. And once you understand the nature of God, everything that we've, we've, we've listed here is purely from his nature, isn't it? So then, how do we do it? How do you honor God? The words of our mouth. Yeah, words of our mouth. Dick Lara reminded us last month, last week, that every idle word, and that has sat with me, and that is why it's good to be plugged in, fully plugged in when we come to church. It sat with me every, every day of this week that I cannot just speak idle words because they'll come up on, in, on judgment day. So this week, and that she, she said it last week, so this, I've reminded myself every day this week that I don't want to speak idle words because on judgment day, the scroll will come and I'll be judged against that. So let us be connected so that we, we learn. And that is how God releases that. Yes. So how do we, our words, let the words of our mouth, the meditations of our hearts be pleasing unto our God. Amen. So how else do we do the honoring? So we know what it is. We know why we need to do it. So how do we then do it as we conclude? How do we do the honoring? How do you honor somebody? You're saying, how do we honor God? We know, we've said what honor is. Yeah. We've said why we need to honor God. So then how do we do it? Through our worship, yeah. So we worship God uh, with everything within us. So we worship God knowing that he is God. So let everything within me bless his name. Let everything within me worship my maker knowing that he is God. So with our worship, yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. With our substance. Service to others. Let us just look at that substance, which is true. So believers are to honor God with their substance. First fruits, tithe, offerings. And it's not just bringing your tithe offering. It has to be done acceptably. How do you give acceptably? Wholeheartedly. Without bringing your offering and thinking, ah, that 10 pound, I could have bought this and this from next door Tesco. It has to come from the bottom of your heart because you're returning it to the one who's already given it to you, isn't it? You're returning it to our maker. So let us honor God with our substance, fast fruit, tithes, offering, and let us do it wholeheartedly. Okay, and another way we can do the honoring. Our God is a holy God, isn't it? So if you are living a life that is not holy, it means from the word go, you're not honoring God, isn't it? So to honor God, we have to live in holiness because he's a holy God. So we honor God by living a life of, of holiness. And that's why our father in the Lord, he is labeled the holiness preacher. Why? Because he has, seen, he has seen the light. He's got the revelation. He's caught it. Without holiness, nobody will see God. So we need to live a life of holiness. Our, our lives will have to glorify God. And that is how we honor him. Uh, and we can read the book of Peter. 1 Peter. Let's just look at that one. 1 Peter. 1.15-16. Like uh, Minister Tosin said, we also honor God by serving one another, isn't it? We are called to serve one another. Our God is a servant king. So we are also called to be kings and priests to our God, but also to honor God by serving those around us. Our families, the body of Christ, and um, those, those that we come across. Uh, 1 Peter 1.15-16. 
If you're there, you can read for us, please. 1 Peter 1. Amen. And how do we become holy? How do we become holy? Because we are saying, how do we do this? By living a holy life. How do you live a holy life? Go back to the socket. Remember our analogy of the socket. You live a holy life when you're connected to the socket, the source of power, which is God. If you unplug, you start sleeping. If you unplug, you start sinning. If you unplug, you start going away from the, God, from, the, from the things of God. But once you stay connected to that source of power, when you keep yourself plugged in, then he helps us. With God, all things are possible. And he says he gives us grace. His grace is sufficient, isn't it? His grace is sufficient. And when things come, and we cannot, he says he will not tempt us beyond what we can bear. But when they come, what does he do? What does he do? He gives us a way of escape. First Corinthians, I think it's 12, 13, is it? He tells us, God will not let us be tempted beyond what we can bear. But when it comes, he will give us a way of escape. So as long as you stay connected, no matter what comes your way, he'll give you a way of escape. Amen. So let us stay connected to the source of power. That's how we live a holy life. And, um, and what are the rewards as we finish? What are the rewards of honoring God? The book of 1 Samuel 2.30 that we read earlier, our anchor scripture. We saw the sons of Eli did not honor God. The sons of Eli did not do what they were supposed to do. And what was their end? Destruction. Death. Because they did not honor God. So when we honor God, uh, we, we are obviously on God's side. We also receive blessings from God. He's, the Proverbs we read earlier, it says he will honor those those who honors, those who honor him, who will esteem, isn't it? He will honor as well. Those that he, that don't honor him will be lightly esteemed. It means they will not get, they'll get out, as they say, they'll get nothing. So let us continue to honor God. Those who honor God um, will receive overflowing blessings, and that is what we want to do uh, to receive overflowing blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. So to conclude. Um, we have learned that we have learned why we honor God. We have learned what honor is, and also we have learned how to honor God. This, the list is not exhaustive. There are so many ways we can honor God. You honor God with your body. You honor God with your actions. You honor God with your words. You honor God with your service. There's no point in saying, Ma, I honor you. Ma, I honor you. Sir, I honor you. It has to be actions, isn't it? Same to our God. You don't say that, God, I honor you. I bless you. I love you. And your actions are contrary. So what we do has to align with what we are saying or what we intend to do as we honor God. Amen. So as we conclude, before we say the prayer, uh, I, want us to, I want us to, um, what's the one thing that would stop us from honoring God? Pride. Yeah. What's the other thing that will stop us from honoring God? Because we said, how do we do the honor? We honor in the place of prayer. We honor God in our actions, in our service, serving one another, being connected to our God in worship. So then if all things, things if we're not doing all this, if we allow distractions in our lives, then slowly you start. You don't intend to dishonor God. Though. We love God, isn't it? And we want to, everybody, we love God. That's why we are here. Otherwise, we'll be at home. We love God and we want to do what's right by God. 
But then we have to daily check ourselves. How do you daily check yourselves? Is that, are you surrendered to God on a daily basis? Am I surrendered to God on a daily basis? Because as much as I love God, if I'm not surrendered to God on a daily basis, distractions will come. And once distractions take you away from, from God, you slowly you become, you're already plugged in because you're born again. You start pulling away, slowly, slowly. Then you start dishonoring God. Because if you're not worshiping, if you're not praising, if you're not serving mankind, if you don't even have time to, to evangelize, you don't have time to stand in the gap, then you're dishonoring God without intending to dishonor God. And that is why we should, be, we should not be ignorant of the wiles and the schemes of the enemy. The enemy will not come and knock, say, dishonor your God. He'll start pulling you away slowly from the presence of God by making you busy, by giving you extra shift. And I'm not saying it's bad to work. You have to work to eat, the Bible tells us. But just let us daily check ourselves. Am I honoring God today? Have I set a time for God today? Is the actions that I plan to do today, is my schedule? Where is God in my schedule today? And let's start slowly and God will help us in Jesus' name. Let us pray um, as we close. Um, our prayer, our praise is, Father, let my entire being honor you always in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, let my entire being, let all that I am, all that will, I will ever be, honor you in the mighty name of Jesus. I'll not honor you just by speaking, but Father, I'll honor you in my thoughts, in my words, in my action, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord, we know with you all things are possible. Help us, O oh Lord, to honor you in the name of Jesus. Remove every form of distraction from us. So, Lord, we'll honor you. We'll honor you, Jehovah, with our bodies. We'll honor you with our substance. We'll honor you with the gifts and the talents you've given us in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we know that you are holy God. And what you require from us is holiness. Father, help us all to live holy lives in the mighty name of Jesus. By being daily connected to that source of power that we may not sin against you. In the name of Jesus. The, the Bible says, David says in Psalm 119, verse 11. Your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. Father, we want to honor you. Help us to hide your word in, in our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. That your spirit will remind us of your word at every minute so that, Lord, we don't dishonor you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, glorious God. Thank you for the grace to honor you the more in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Praise God.